This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 666 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, maker of summer games, electrolytes, and other fine nutritional supplements for your equine athlete. Greetings, horse folks. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Amanda Eckelberg of EQ Ready Records Records Management Services. Amanda provides some practical advice on essential information that could be vital in an emergency or to avoid one. But first, let's hear from our sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products, maker of Summer Games and Summer Games Plus Electrolytes. Summer Games different from other electrolyte products? Summer Games Plus contains the same electrolyte formulation as Summer Games Electrolyte, which was originally formulated for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. The formulation was based on the results of research conducted in anticipation of the Games, which were held in Atlanta, Georgia, known for its hot, humid summers. Summer Games mimics the composition of equine sweat, supplying the horse with the exact amounts and ratios of electrolytes relinquished in sweat. Summer Games Plus contains no sugar like many popular commercial electrolyte supplements. Summer Games Plus also contains a buffering agent that helps create a soothing gastric environment. This is especially important for horses subjected to the stresses often related to top performance such as exertion, transportation, and unfamiliar stabling atmospheres. Ask for Summer Games and Summer Games Plus electrolytes at your local tack and feed supplier or visit kppusa.com. Now, on with today's tip. Welcome back, Amanda from EQ Ready Records. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing just loverly this afternoon. I uh, got to go for a ride on my horse before the rains came, so it was pretty awesome. Did a lot of trotting around in the sand. Um, only missed a couple of cobwebs and sucked them up. They have <laughs> cobwebs. Some of that rain this way. It, it has rained. It is Thursday that we are recording on this. Um, it has rained every day this week. Oh, man. We haven't had rain over here in Texas for several weeks now. We're, we're due. You guys got pummeled pretty hard a few weeks back and then nothing, huh? Yeah, you know, then just enough to cut the hay, put the fertilizer out. Now it needs to rain again. Now it needs to rain again. Well, and <laughs> next time anybody asks, I will mention that Texas needs some rain. Thank you. You're welcome. welcome. And besides how much rain Texas needs, what are you going to enlighten us with today as far as good horsekeeping tips? Well, I think one of the most important techniques to kind of perfect as a horse owner is being able to check your horse's vital signs. Uh, This is kind of one thing that gets overlooked a little bit, but yet it is so important and it can give you a very early indicator that maybe something is not as it should be. And as we all know, time is of the essence when we're talking about horse problems and emergencies, especially when you're dealing with anything having to do with the vital signs, your respiration rate, temperature, all those kinds of things. So I really think that every horse owner needs to take the time to one, learn how to check these vital signs, and two, become familiar 
with your horse's individual vital statistics. Ah, something that those of us who have horses who are relatively low maintenance might not bother to do. Exactly. And, so you know, what horses like people. Which is going to go first? Uh, but like horses like people, um, some of them, one of the most common reasons for their vital statistics may be to be off is pain. Uh, horses like people, some horses tolerate pain better than others. So you may have a horse that may be experiencing um, some colic pain, maybe an abscess, muscle soreness, those things like that, that you may not know because maybe they're just better at hiding it, whereas you have other horses that, oh, my gosh, you know, a fly bites them and they're crippled for two days. <laughs> yeah, the prima donnas. <laughs> yes, yes, you know. So you know, being able to, to know what is normal for your horse can either alleviate some panic or, you know, maybe give you rise to, oh, hey, you know, I really kind of need to take note of this. Yeah, so tell us what... What are the vital statistics? Because some parts, you know, some folks out there, well, what the heck is a vital statistic? <laughs> vital statistics for horses include take, taking their temperature, normal body temperature for a horse is right around 9,900 degrees. Um, obviously, if you're in South Texas in August and it's 105 degrees outside, their temperature is probably going to be a little bit elevated. Um, if you're in Minnesota in January, their body temperature is probably going to be a little on the low side. So that's that's things, that's where knowing your individual horse is important, isn't it? Yes. Right. So uh, another one is respiration rate, pulse rate. Um, those three things are you know have to do with breathing, how a horse can cool himself, you know, work mm-hmm. versus recovery. Mm-hmm. Basically, the same kinds of things in people. Um, as far as temperature goes, that's the most one of the easiest ways to detect problems in your horse. And the way you take a horse's temperature is rectally. Uh, not many horses are going to sit there with a thermometer in their mouth for a minute and not eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get you can get digital thermometers for horses now. People make it easy. Yes, yes. Twenty seconds, you're done. Very easy. Easy. Um, please. Please be sure to, you know, maybe put some KY jelly or some lube on the tip of it. Or if you don't have that, hey, you know, good old spit is good too. The cow (laughs) farmer way, just spit on that rascal. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got to use what you got sometimes. That's hey, when when there's an emergency, you use what you've got. You know, and be sure, you know, you stand to the side of your horse. Please do not stand directly behind them and try to put something in their rectum probably won't like that if you stand to the side at least if they do kick or raise their feet they're probably not going to get you in the kneecap that's a good point so yes uh, (laughs) and also um whenever you do insert the thermometer rectally try to tie a string with a little uh hair clippy on it that way you can clip it to the tail so it doesn't get sucked in and get lost forever because then you have a bigger problem than what you started with so have you ever has that ever actually happened to any horse that you were aware of because i was told the same thing but i've never actually heard of it happening not one that i was involved with however i have had plenty of friends and veterinarians with plenty of stories about going fishing so really yeah Yeah. oh my gosh 
it, it does have, it's kind of one of those things, you know, that you, whenever I first started in the horse business, you never, it was just one of those, you know, uh, commandments. You don't take a horse's thermometer without clipping it to the tail. You just don't do it. Never do it. Don't, don't even try it. So I, I never did. So okay. I never lost one. But, you know, <laughs> I've known plenty, plenty of people with plenty of stories who have. So. Oh, gosh. Don't be that person, people. Yeah, Put a string on there. <laughs> Prevention is the best medicine. Oh, my gosh. So learn their temperature one. Take their pulse, and so hopefully when your horse is hanging around, relaxed, standing on the cross ties, eating some hay, whatever, he's in that 36 to 42 range. Right. And what, where's the best place to take a pulse, or where's an easy place to take their pulse? An easy place to take a pulse is right under their jaw, kind of where their cheeks are, right inside their cheeks. You can put your two, your index finger and your middle finger right in there, and you can feel their pulse rate. You can awesome. feel their heart beating. And practice um, this, like, people. And, and practice, and practice, yes, because you, you, can, you can feel the difference. If you want, ask your vet. You know, they can show you exactly how to do it, exactly what it should feel like. Those kinds of things give you, you know, their insight as well. Yes. Obviously, if you have a stethoscope, that's handy, but not many people do. Not many of us do. And, and <laughs> when your vet's coming out anyway to give your horses annual vaccines or just some routine something, if you're not familiar with or comfortable with taking a horse's pulse and you're really not too sure how to go about it, ask the vet to show you. They really won't mind. No, and it, you know, it only takes a few seconds, and you know, most vets are happy to client education, you know, teach you how to do that. Uh, yeah. The respiration is easy. Obviously, you just watch your flanks, count yeah. one breath in and out as one breath. That should be between 8 and 15 breaths per minute. And one cardinal rule, the respiration should never exceed the pulse rate. Oh, that's a good one. Time. That's a yes. good one. Write that down. Yes. So cool. you, you, take it, you take it for 15 seconds and then multiply it by four to get your breath per minute. And oh, that's gosh, the respiration math. rate. i got to do math. Okay. Well, um. <laughs> all the phones have calculators on them now. It's easy. We don't have to think anymore. <laughs> and and two two more that frequently don't go under the vital statistics section in most um, veterinary care manuals, um, but I have found oh so handy to know for so many pro- common problems with horses is their capillary refill time. Yes. Which is when you crack open their little lips and you press your finger against their gums above their incisors real hard, and mm-hmm. then take your finger off. And watch how long it takes their gums to come back to color so that you can't see that little fingerprint anymore, mm-hmm. along with the normal color anyway. Because if you pry open their lips, they're looking a little colicky, and their gums are yellow. You've got a serious problem on your hands. Yes, <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you have speed dial the vet. Um, yes, pink, pink and moist is what you want. You don't what? want red. You don't want white. You don't want yellow or purple or blue. Like there you go. Pink and moist. <laughs> That's right, and my, my one of my all, favorites also is their hydration level. You can yes. pinch their skin on their on the the skinny part of their neck where you would give them a shot, the skinny muscular section. You just take a pinch of skin between your your index finger and your thumb. You pull it out, and then you let it go, and it should quote snap back within about two or three seconds. And if it doesn't, if it slides back slowly. Again, you're, if you don't already, you are about to have a serious problem on your hands. Yes. 
But these these are all great things if you have to call your vet for whatever reason. Horse is just out of out of sorts. You can't really put your finger on exactly what's wrong with him. All of those things, his temperature, his pulse, his respiration, his capillary refill time, and his hydration will help your vet um, be ahead of the ahead of the eight ball by the time he gets out there. Or if he can't get there for a while, um, it can help you and your vet work together to have a care plan until he can get there. Yes, absolutely. The more information, the better vets are into details. The more information you can give them, the better they can advise you about what to do. Well, there you go. So know your horse's vital signs personally. Know what normal is according to the textbooks so you can help other folks when they need help. Um, And if you want more information on these sorts of topics, you can stop by Amanda's website, eqreadyrecords.com. And over there on the right-hand side, there's a little blog link, and she has a monthly blog that she does. has all sorts of great and interesting horse management tips for all of us horse folks. It's a great place to learn new things and be reminded of things that you learned 30 years ago and forgot. And don't forget, support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Kentucky Performance Products, makers of Summer Games and Summer Games Plus Electrolytes. Ask for Summer Games by name at your local tack and feed supplier, or you can visit them online at kppusa.com. You can also join Kentucky Performance Products on Facebook. Just search Kentucky Performance Products. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. Thank you.